Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> We've been away for a very long time because of issues with COVID and life, life, vacations, timing. So we're back. So I guess we'll, we'll say this is like season two of the podcast. <laughs> so uh, the wait is going to be definitely worth it because we've been super excited to yeah, get back. Really gearing up. Um, and everything. So now that we're starting pretty much today's the first day of fall, we thought we'd talk about fall theme, back to school stuff. Uh, this is sort of my first back to school season with a kid that's going to school. So I've sort of experienced it from the other side now. And it's just crazy how much stuff they need just for kindergarten. They send us a list of stuff. I'm like, yeah. what do they need this stuff for? They're just in kindergarten. Like, yeah, it's a lot. It's a big list. I remember thinking like when my son went to kindergarten, like this is going to be so much less work because they're in school but they're it's just different work it's just remembering different all these different things like you know tie-dye t-shirt day and Mm -hmm. pizza day and yeah just crazy this the supply list like hey here's the supplies you need and then we went to the open house and they gave us a bunch of stuff i'm like well why did they give us this stuff and ask for this stuff yeah, sometimes then, they give it back, too, at the end of the year. And then year. it's like, oh, well, now that we need this stuff for the class, but then you need this stuff extra for art class. It's like, what? Like, <laughs> It's a lot of tools. I don't, I don't know how all this is supposed to work. And apparently lunch, they get, like, 15 minutes to eat lunch. Yeah. I'm like, how do you even, like, eat lunch in 15 minutes? Do you remember lunch being longer when you were? I, I thought it was, but maybe I'm just remembering wrong. I never really ate lunch when I was in school. Like, I remember when I got to high school, I don't remember eating lunch. I just drank lunch. Like, I just had a Mountain Dew and, like, I'm good. Um, (laughs) That's not healthy. You know, there's a lot of things that that are still not healthy. But when I was 17, 16, you know, I was... Just metabolize that? Pretty much. Um, But, yeah, 15 minutes seems awfully short. Especially for trying to eat on your own, not structured. Like it was when she was in daycare. I guess like everyone eats at lunch at the same time. It's just like, oh, here's lunch. Sit down, open your lunchbox. It's like, oh, it's time to go. It's like, uh. Yeah, it's hard. It's a really <clears throat> fast lunch. And um, it's, my son's kind of a people pleaser too. So he'll like, if someone's talking next to him, he'll like mm-hmm. sit and listen to them instead of eating <laughs> eating yeah. his lunch. We, we, we're find, like, yeah, we're finding that she eats like her snacks and not like the sandwich or the sustenance that she needs she's like oh she's like i ate my candy i ate my cheese stick and like all the other like small stuff but like the one thing that we wanted to eat it's like i didn't eat it or i was like i didn't want it today it's like yeah well you said you wanted it last night so we made it for you we always say go and order like eat your vegetables and your sandwich first and then whatever else like Mm -hmm. if you don't have time that's the stuff that you can eat when you get home for a snack or mm-hmm. afternoon yeah. snack. Is I, she liking it though? Yeah, she's she's doing good. I think you know. Obviously, I think the daycare 
helped her with the transition to preschool and yeah. all that stuff. So I think she's had an easier time of it besides some of the other kids. Because I did the drop-off once or twice last week or the week before, and there were some kids that were not very happy mm-hmm. to be there. Um, but, yeah, she seems to be doing pretty good. Got a giant backpack. And I'm just like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> but she seems to be liking it. We have to find new friends, and you know, we'll see. We'll see yeah. how it goes. How's the little one? She's fine. Not that little. No, she's not that little anymore. She's still, she's under two. But yeah, she's on a new daycare now. That's closer to the the kindergarten than our house now. Since we moved, oh, we moved. That was another thing that happened. We moved at like the beginning of the pandemic last year. I think. Or was it this year? I don't, I don't even remember anymore. Yeah, time is not a thing anymore. I, I, it takes me still. I can't figure out what a week is. Like it doesn't feel a week doesn't feel like a week to me still. And yeah. years, yeah. Who knows? It's just, yeah, just in it's, the time is a either. flat circle. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. just it's whatever. I'm I'm still managing to get to work on time and everything. So I haven't like lost track of time that drastically where I've just forgotten to come to work or something um but yeah just time just bleeds all together now like the weekend was here I'm like wait we're I'm back at work did I did I even have a weekend yeah and sometimes it's just like I go on the weekend it's like I don't even remember working like I don't even remember what I did yesterday someone asked me what I did on Sunday it's like I don't know I don't know yeah I did something but I don't remember uh so that's sort of what I think that's what most people are doing it's just sort of floating just like we're fine we'll we'll get through this and it'll be fine later yeah hopefully <clears throat> people are ex- lowering their expectations for themselves a little bit Not yeah so I, don't, I don't know i mean because there's still a lot of people that are probably working from home you know like yeah. we're not just the nature of our job that's a little bit more difficult for us but there's probably a, a lot of people that still are now a lot of my friends are still working from home I'm not sure if it's going to be permanent or if they have, you know, back to, you know, office days, if those are scheduled or whatever. But I know that a lot of my friends are still at home. And I think a lot of them wouldn't go back if they had to. So what did you think about working from home? Because you're right, our job is like... It's not... People of, you know... I mean, I think it was... we, We did what we had to do for that time period, but it's not very conducive for like working with the public yeah I think I thought I'm I'm of course not glad it happened but in a way it was um the silver lining I guess for me was that I always thought uh like when my friends would start working from home or like I I have friends that like moved to Australia or moved to Alaska because they can work from home so like it doesn't matter where they live Mm mm-hmm and I was always like, oh, man, I wish I could work from home. But um, getting the opportunity to do it, I've discovered about myself that I re- I like coming into an office and chatting mm-hmm. with my coworkers and, like, being somewhere else to do my work. Also because I had, like, a toddler and was, like, teaching school yeah, to I a, think a seven-year-old at the same time. Yeah, I think that's, like, that, that's the rub because I was at home with the kids also. So it was sort of like I worked as best I could while trying to keep two kids alive 
luckily, like, cut, like, the oldest one wasn't in school, so yeah. she didn't have, like, a curriculum or have to do, like, any Zoom stuff, but I sort of, like, always felt like I needed to keep them busy. I'm like, you should do something besides watch TV or something. I mean, yeah. for the most part, like, she does, like, play and do other stuff, but it's, like, trying to work and do the childcare. It's not, not easy. So I can definitely see why there were some parents that were, you know... Ready to go ready back. Ready to go back to work or, like, really excited at least that their kids can go back to school because it's like, oh, I get some sort of relief. Yeah. Um, and stuff. But doing our job from home, like I said, I think we made it work and, like, I liked it while it happened, but it's just hard to do public-facing work at home. Mm-hmm. I think it's, like, our job. Like, I don't, like, like I said, like, I don't expect us to ever go back to that. I guess I guess I hope not given what's going on but you know there's just so many other jobs like my friends don't work with the public and they don't do stuff like we do so it makes more sense for them to never go back to the office and that you know if that's what they want that's what they want but for us it's sort of different it's sort of like this whole thing with the no us working the weekends like some of my friends are like oh does it bother you that you work on Saturdays it's like no not really we're open, so right, yeah, got to do it. We've <clears throat> always done it. I and think I knew I've that going in that yeah. you know would have to, but it's nice having that Friday off before because you can get stuff done. Yeah, on Friday and no one's around because everyone's still working that day, so it's sort of just whatever. I think a lot of people probably thought about the nature of their work mm-hmm. during that long period working from home, or maybe they just decided to not work anymore. Yeah, I had a lot of friends. Switch careers or something because it's like, well, I got the opportunity to do something different now. I think there was a lot of what am I doing with my life (laughs) Mm -hmm. during COVID. I think so. I mean, you know, my brother got a new job. I mean, he's still doing the same thing, but like he got a new job at a different accounting firm um, and stuff, I guess. No. No, my wife got a new job, like, before COVID, but, like, she's got a different job doing the same thing. But I think, you know, people just realize that they might value themselves more than they thought. When they're away from the office, like, sort of taking a step back, be like, oh, I like maybe my job, but maybe not the place, or, you know, working from home just better for my mental health. Just get more stuff done, like, at home. And I think there's a lot of people that are, like that and given the chance to do so like I think it's going to be hard to get those people back to the office if you know came to it and if they can do good work from home Mm -hmm. yeah so there's just a lot of interesting conundrums that the pandemic has brought upon I just uh, the um, world just while um when I got in the car to drive here my phone popped up with like a news article or something and it said child care shortage might it didn't say collapse economy but might like really affect the economy and I thought well yeah people should start paying more attention to child care mm-hmm. um, but yeah there's a lot of little facets it kind of reminds me of that um, last man series did you read that that graphic? why the last man yeah yeah, I read that. I know that they, made it, they just made a show of it, but I read the I read the comic book yeah, a while ago. I kind of want to watch the show too, but um, it reminds me of when I was reading that. I just remember thinking, like, oh, you don't think if there were if there were no men left, you don't think about the 
the spider web of like you think about the big things like procreation but you don't think of like I remember that they couldn't get food because there was only like one female shipping boat captain yeah. or something like that. There's all these interesting little facets. In yeah, the, I remember the part of it was like the majority of the world's leaders, you know, right. were men. So like there was nobody in charge of like anything, not so much like individual countries, but like the entire world right. like, had no leadership yeah. and stuff. I mean, yeah, it was like an interesting premise to do that because I think the a lot of you know, people just in general don't take the long view of things. We're like, oh, well, what's the short-term thing? It's like, oh, we'll, we'll make it in the short-term, but long-term, it's like, oh, yeah, we didn't think about this. Or when just everything gets shows its head at once, it's right. like, oh, now we don't, I have no idea what to do now. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's all coming up at once. Mm-hmm. I'm sure <clears throat> it happens every so often. This is just the first time, I think, in our lives that it's happened maybe even our parents or whatever I don't know if there's anything that's monumental that's ever happened in terms of like workplace affecting your life affecting and just basically everything being shut down I don't think it's ever been a shutdown before yeah where like people were like told to stay home and not do anything and anything like that I don't remember I certainly don't remember anything in my lifetime I don't think there's been anything like that I think um, I had a friend that whose husband had to stay home from school during the gas shortage just because they didn't have. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, um, that might have been that. It, yeah, that was a thing. But it wasn't for this long, and it was. But it it did have some similarities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully everyone else is doing okay, and they're weathering the. Literal stories. <laughs> today that we're recording in like the the non-literal storm of COVID and all that stuff. But yeah, it's just crazy. Like <clears throat> one day, you know, the kids like in daycare, then the next second it's like, oh, kindergarten's like, what happened? Like, yeah. where, where did the time go? I know patrons will ask, um, well, a patron said the other day, um, aren't you the one that left to have a baby? And I said, yeah, he's two and a half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like another one of those time things. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, it just goes so fast. Yeah, and it does. Even more when you're, uh, you know, nobody sees your kid except for you. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so what have you been I haven't really reading been doing. and watching? Uh, I'm reading... A memoir right now, Crying in Age Mart. Um, it's by the singer of the band Japanese Breakfast. It's about like her mom dying, really, and like how she came to terms with it. A little bit of snippets of her life before and you know, during, but mostly her dealing with the fallout of her mom passing earlier than expected and all that, mm-hmm. navigating all that. But so far, so good. Um, I listened to her music, so I was familiar with her before. Um, and it's pretty well written. I don't really typically like modern memoirs. or Like, she's younger than I am. Um, so a lot of times I'm not interested in memoirs. I'm like, oh, you're 32 years old. Like, yeah. it's not, you can't be that ex- interesting or whatever. But There should be a different um, word for it. Because <clears> it's, <throat> it's, 
there's a lot of those books out now, and they're not like obviously not a life. Yeah, it's definitely a very small snippet, but like it's well written yeah. um, and stuff. So it's it's cool to just have that. Um, and then I've been mostly just watching anime and playing video games. Like I sound like I'm in high school still, <laughs> but that's just basically what I've been doing. I haven't really watched a lot of movies lately. Yeah, is your brain kind of mushy? My brain's kind of mushy. I mean, kind of. I don't know if it's mushy because I don't want, like, extra stimulation or I'm just, like, going back to, like, comfort food. Yeah. Where I'm just, like, uh, I like video games and I like anime and it's easy um, to just fall back and just chill on the couch and do this and not have to worry about anything. Um, So that's basically what I've been doing. And then managing the house and vacuuming like twice a day I'm like how this house gets so dirty I wasn't I don't even live here I basically just sleep there like I work <laughs> and then I come home and I'm like oh it's time for bed and somehow it gets just, just filthy I don't know I'm gonna blame the cats like they that do happens with houses mm-hmm. just clutter clutter yeah so it's been pretty boring I guess but that's sort of like what I like like I'm not like super interesting I'm like oh I'm just, I'm fine with watching anime. Yeah, you didn't pick up a new. You're not like whittling or. No, no, it's just not for me. I'm just like I'm a creature of habit. I don't like doing too many things, like new hobbies, new friends. Sometimes even I'm like, oh, I don't. I have no room for like anything extra in my for life. New. Like everything is like, I wouldn't say like you know perfect at the right word. It's like everything's like all my boxes are full. Yeah. And, like, I'm not interested in getting a new box or making room or whatever right now. Usually that's typically how my life goes. It's like I'm pretty content given most situations. Yeah. What, what about you? Have you been reading more, doing anything? Um, I've been doing a lot of comfort reading, too. Just recently, like, for a while during the pandemic, I couldn't read. And then I'm mostly a fiction reader but I just started getting really into nonfiction, and I couldn't um couldn't get into any novels really mm-hmm. um you know I was still reading them but not not really finding anything that I loved and then I read um a prayer for Owen Meany I think maybe no I hadn't already I read a prayer for Owen Meany and that kind of got me back into the novel frame of mind um but mostly I've been reading comfort books. Like I'm listening to a mystery right now, which is about like a magical bookshop, which is way off base for me. Mm-hmm. And it's not, um, it's called Crime and Poetry. It's kind of cute, but like I'm listening to it on like one and a half speed just because like I want to find out yeah. who did it. I want I that I think conclusion. a lot of people do recommend that, like even for for podcasts that are longer or books like if you do 1.5 or even 1.25 like it doesn't it's not so jarring where you notice that someone's talking super fast yeah. but it's like oh I can get through this book faster because some of those audiobooks are like 30 hours even if you do 1.5 speed you might bring it down to 20 which yeah. just means more time to do other things especially um, and like Libby and Hoopla both have that option which is nice, but I find, especially with, like, parenting books and parenting podcasts, they just talk slower, (laughs) like, Mm -hmm. they're dumbing it down. There's the one podcast that 
I listen to occasionally that's a parenting podcast and she talks so slow you could do it twice 2.5 speed mm-hmm. and still um, get the gist but so I've been um, well, what other what nonfiction have you been reading if you were doing the nonfiction run I, re- I read um, well we're reading this book for book club right now called The Sprawl and I forget the subtitle it's like Weird Suburbia or something it's about is the it suburbs. for your regular book club, your Enclosed Mud, or is it for the Thoughts to Action one? For a regular book club. Okay. For Thoughts to Action, we're reading How We Show Up, um, which is a book about, um, a really interesting book about regaining the community we've lost. She thinks that the author's premise is that there's like a toxic individualism in our culture, like that mm-hmm. we're, this idea that we're supposed to do everything either by ourselves or only our family unit. Um, And it's really broken down a lot of community, Mm -hmm. uh, good things about community. I read um, a a book called The Way We Never Were, which talks about American history and nostalgia and like what Mm -hmm. really happens versus like the stories we tell ourselves. Mm -hmm. A lot of, um, I read a lot of, is technology killing us books <laughs> like just mm-hmm. different versions of that mm-hmm. i read um sasha sagan carl sagan's daughter has a book and i forget what it's called um but i really liked that that was about um adding ritual to your life even if you're not necessarily religious um how ritual can still help you you don't have to believe in a uh, a higher being to like find wonder in the world. Mm-hmm. So that was good. Yeah, Carl mm-hmm. Sagan was definitely someone that was ahead of his time. If you go back and read some of the stuff he wrote about technology and life, it's just like, oh, did you write that yesterday? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, you've been dead for 15 years. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was good. But now I'm reading. Um, I just read a novel called The Sweetest Days, which was a new novel, which I really liked the middle of, not so much the beginning and the end. Um, I'm excited for Lauren Groff's new book, I, because I read Fates and Furies. Did you ever read that? I never got around to it, but I heard the like the uh, the setup for the book, or the way that she wrote it was really like interesting. It's really interesting, and you think you know, like when you're reading the book, you're like, oh, this is interesting, but I know what she's doing. And then she just totally flips it. Even a seasoned reader would be flipped, even if you've, like, read about it. So um, that was good. And I've read a couple other books of hers. And then I just, um, I've only read two or three John Irving books, but I was just floored um, every time I read a book of his. So I'm going to, I got on hold through Mel the Cider House Rules. Mm-hmm gonna read that and our book club also read um malachi which you might like it's a it takes place in hawaii in the 1800s when they had a problem with leprosy and they sent everybody with leprosy to like this island Mm -hmm. so it's um you know based in he did a lot of research and so is it is it like historical fiction like it's not 
the stories made up, but like the context and all that stuff. The is context and some of the them. characters are based okay. on real people and yeah. So that was really good. And that was like a kind of a slam dunk for our book club. Everybody mm-hmm. liked it, which doesn't happen. Yeah, it's um, it's really usually it's pretty rare to have a book club where everybody likes the book. Yes, and actually, you don't really want that all the time because there's nothing to talk about. Mm-hmm. But what about that? You said that that you were reading the sprawl. Is that something you're mm-hmm. reading for the next one, or something you just read? It's something we're gonna read next week. We're gonna meet about it. Okay. So I really need to finish it. <laughs> I was. I just have like this weird obsession with like urban planning and just how infrastructure affects people. And that book sounds right up my alley. Yeah, I'll lend it to you after um, we finish it. Or you can come to book club and we can talk about it. I don't um, know if I can finish it in a week. Yeah. it's. Um, I downloaded it on Hoopla so I can, like, read it when I can read it, but, like, listen to it when I can listen to it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I go back and forth with those things. Yeah. Oh, um, we're not really speaking of parenting right now, but I wanted to um, bring this up. Um, Kathleen and I, that are both outreach librarians... And we're opening up a new service right now. Kathleen delivers to um, people that are homebound or living in assisted living or maybe had surgery and can't come to the library. We're opening that up to new parents now. So um, if you're bringing home a new child through birth or adoption or foster care, you can sign up on the website and we'll deliver books and um, resources to your home for um six months or whenever you feel like you can get out of the house again so I did want to bring that up that's a new new service new service new yeah. library service so I know that would be help that would have been helpful to me when I was a new parent because you you want to get out of the house but sometimes you can't get out of the house and mm-hmm. um, you know if you got older kids we can yeah pick out some picture books so they yeah, feel it's special a hassle Sort of like I'll I'll do DoorDash a lot because I'm like I'm not loading the kids up to just go pick up food for myself. It's yeah. like I pay the extra to just not deal with not have to leave the house. Not yeah. leave the house and strap kid one into this car seat, kid two into this car seat. Oh, got to the place. Yeah. Let me get let me get them out of the car seat. Pick up the food for two seconds. Right. Load them back. Just okay. I'll just pay the extra ten bucks. Yeah. They'll be fine. So convenience is is nice, but especially when you're a parent, it just like. Anything that makes it easier is just like, oh, this is this is the best. Yeah, or just to see another adult face, <laughs> even if we're just <laughs> waving from the porch. Sometimes that's helpful mm-hmm. um, as well when you're home with a new new kid. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I guess, did you ever watch Star Wars in the, over the pandemic? Did you ever? Yeah, we talked about it, remember? We did? Yeah, we uh, had that episode. So you don't even remember. <laughs> like, I think I do remember. I liked the, it, but... Yeah, you, it was like, not, just like not, my not, not your thing. Yes, and I watched. I'm really breaking out. I watched Jaws over the pandemic. I watched Silence of the Lambs, which I don't like scary stuff. Um, yeah, but my husband's <clears throat> trying to get me into you know get me up to get up to speed <laughs> so I could get all the cultural so, yeah, references. Yeah, you gotta watch the classics <laughs> so you know what people are talking about. Jaws is great, though. I'm surprised you hadn't seen Jaws. No, it was good. That's like one of the first blockbusters. I think that might be considered the first summer blockbuster yeah. movie. And Silence of the Lambs, that movie, that's not like super scary. 
It's like super it's, scary. I don't remember. It's more like disturbing than scary, yeah. I thought. Like it's not like a classic horror. Right. Like Halloween or yeah. something like oh, that. Oh sure. Yeah, maybe um my husband wants to get watch like a really scary movie the month of Halloween. I mean, I'm sure he wants to watch a bunch, but he's we you know, he'll take what, one. Hereditary or Midsummer. <laughs> I never watch movies again or something. Yeah. <clears throat> I checked out Midsummer, but I couldn't do it. It was so, <laughs> looked so scary. You're just like, nope, I'm not, not doing it. <laughs> I don't know if I can. There's those new ones on Netflix, those Fear Street movies. Apparently, they're supposed to be pretty good. Is that like the R.L. Stein? Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> See, I read R.L. Stein. I could read scary, unless it's got kids in it. Um my sister just sent me, she was like, you have to read this book. I finished it in two days. It, like, you don't know if the kid is possessed or if the mom is unfit. And I was like, no. <laughs> no, thank you. Mm-hmm. That's I'll not stick a... to my fanny flag right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we're, oh, you've still got the pandemic brain. You're like, oh, yeah, no, I'm... I can't take it. Yeah. My, br- my mushy brain can't handle... I... I am watching um, Only Murders in the Building, that new uh, Steve yeah, Martin. Yeah, Hulu. Sure. Yeah. I really like that. That's just enough scary. I mm-hmm. mean, it's not even really scary. There's a dead person in it, but like... I'd imagine like the humor offsets a lot of yes. the... Yes. And it's sweet. There's Steve Martin has this... When he has a hand in creating something, there's this like just silly sweetness. This like absurd sincerity I guess yeah, I, think I just, really love when it. him and Martin Short work together it's yeah. just watching two of the greats just yeah. having fun with each other and Selena Gomez is like I'm, I'm, I'm in this too yeah but no one's watching it for Selena Gomez well, <laughs> she's doing maybe it. the maybe some of the younger people yeah but my niece did say that the other day I was telling her about it mm-hmm. and she was like oh I watch it if Selena Gomez is in it so it's got something for everybody mm-hmm. yeah Selena Gomez has branched out yeah a little bit. A lot of those Disney actresses, like the late ones, like Ariana Grande, Zac Efron, like the, yeah. the latest crop of Disney stars are... Not going to be put in a box. No. Yeah. No. Speaking of, that's one thing that's been making my brain mushier is I've been really keeping up with the Free Britney movement. Oh. Speaking of Well, she's, she's going to be free soon. I know. Now the next, now the next one we got a free Amanda Bynes. Now that's the Uh-oh. next one. <laughs> What's up with Amanda Bynes? That's the same stuff, like with the conservatory really? stuff. Yeah. We oh, you might like this. Um, we watched um, a documentary called The Orange Years, and it was about Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. It was like during their, what I would call their prime, but that's yeah, like just because I was a kid. Well, yeah, that's when I was watching it too. Um, it was like from the beginning to right about the time SpongeBob came out, and. Mm-hmm. It was really, it was an interesting documentary because um, it was like mostly women ran. Like there were a lot, for Mm -hmm. for the 80s, there were a lot of women involved in it. And they had like just a different idea about being for kids. Not like what, you know, like I love Sesame Street and and I love PBS, but like that's like Mm -hmm. what a kids need to know for their well-being or what my parents need to know. Mm -hmm. Um, But... Nickelodeon wanted to be like what do kids want to watch like what's yeah. going on in kids lives and so it was interesting from that perspective and then just like the dopamine hit you got from 
like watching all those old commercials like my husband and I were like I remember that show oh my god mm-hmm. like I remember they used to do that cartoon in between shows so that documentary made me really happy they were talking about salute your shorts and so then afterwards there's no like streaming app for Nickelodeon really I think it might be Paramount or something yeah. whoever owns like they have like a weird licensing agreement but with it's a not, bunch of places yeah it's not all the shows so I got Rugrats and Pete and Pete on mm-hmm. from Mel and I'm excited to show those to the kids or maybe I'll mm-hmm. just watch them by myself Pete and Pete was big for me that was a that good was, that was a classic one yeah. Endless Mike yeah and a bunch of stuff it was just a weird that was like one of the like weird it stuff. was weird <laughs> it was <clears throat> a weird show Iggy Pop was in that show yeah they actually talked about that they said that he just like didn't want to leave the set he just kept hanging out like he was only supposed to have a bit part mm-hmm. but he like really liked hanging around so they were like well okay we'll mm-hmm. give you some more yeah. and it's funny because i didn't know when i was watching that show like i didn't recognize him or a couple of the other mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like michael have... stipe was in i'm sure i might recognize michael stipe yeah i think uh, jk simmel was in it at mm-hmm. one point but yeah they had i think they had a pretty good amount of Cameos, yeah, here and there, and then I remember, I remember salute your shorts. That was a great, yeah. that was a great one. There was Hey Dude. Yep. Hey was, Dude was my husband's first crush on the blonde in that show who ended ben up. Ben Stiller's wife. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and my husband really liked the like Double Dare and Guts and all those mm-hmm. like game shows. Yeah, and there was Figure It Out. Mm-hmm. And Lori Beth always ruined kids' dreams at the end. She always gets. <laughs> what their talent or weird thing was. It's like, are you uh, whatever? Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, thanks, Lori Beth. Yeah. No, I can't get this cool <laughs> prize. Prize, thanks. <laughs> yeah, and Clarissa explains it all. It was a, so that was a good time. I would rec- recommend that documentary. It's called The Orange Years. Where did you find it? I think that was on Hulu, too. Okay. We have our friend's Hulu password. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been liking that, but we, I've also been trying not to watch as much TV. Yeah, but man, it's, there's something it, about the fall when it gets like cozy. It's hard not to watch TV if you have access to all this stuff. But really, the problem is, is like, what do you watch when you have so much at your fingertips? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I can watch this, or I can watch this. It's like, well, I'm just not going to watch anything because I'm just, I'm just don't have no idea what I want. Forty-five minutes mm-hmm. scrolling. Um, and then like last night was my late night so I worked at night so like you're not going to do anything when you work till 9 you're not going to do anything when you get home probably not I'm just going to relax and watch a murder TV show and go to bed Mm-hmm. that's like the thing about I don't know if it's like getting older or the pandemic or whatever but it's like I'm increasingly feeling like I have to plan like my entire life like yeah. even like my activities and stuff I'm like it's not what I want to do with myself right now it's like I don't want to like be like oh from X to Y I'm going to be playing video games and then I'm going to watch a TV show and right. then I'm gonna, it's like we're at that busy stage in life especially when you have little kids where you have to plan even hanging out with your friends <laughs> like a month in advance like I have to like plan a bathroom break or something yeah. in my schedule or something it's just we not were- what I like to do with my life yeah we ran into a um or we didn't run in there was a, a dad at this at our son's soccer game who we realized went to um 
central Michigan, which is where my husband and I went. So we were talking about all the different um, uh, places we used to go out. And we were talking about how, when I was in college, I didn't have a cell phone till like the second or third year I was in college. So I guess that, and I was mm-hmm. a little behind the curve, so, but it was like that era. So you would just go out to see who was out because otherwise, or like, you know, maybe you talked to somebody in class and they said they were going to be at this bar. And mm-hmm. um, I liked that, um, just going out to see who was out. But there's no way I could do that now because I got to make a plan because I got two hours and yeah. then I got to be back to the- and you're and, the, and it's too late for you to be out anyway. Oh, for sure. Probably. Yeah. So it wouldn't even matter. It's like, yeah, I'm going to go out tonight. I'm going to go. Hang out with the old gang. What time does it start? Eleven. Never mind. <laughs> like eleven AM, right? Not yeah. <laughs> brunch. We'll do brunch at the bar. Yeah. That's that is like the thing now is brunch. That's like every middle aged person's like time to just catch up. It's like mm-hmm. oh, brunch. I'm not really the biggest fan of brunch. Like either give me breakfast or give me lunch. Like I don't want like well, I want menu items of... They hike the price up. It's like the same thing. They just hike the price up. Yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. Makes Uh-oh. me hungry, though. Yeah. Food is good. I haven't eaten at all. I haven't eaten today. So that's going to be fun waiting till lunch. But I'll oh, make it. Don't do that. I just um, ran to um, the grocery store on my break yesterday to grab like a microwave meal or something. I really wanted some macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got some delicious Trader Joe's like microwave macaroni and cheese. It was actually very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I stocked up on desk snacks because my desk was empty of. That's you. I usually try to because yeah. you know there's a gas station across the street. I go there to get something to drink and some pretzels or yeah. something. But I usually like to have desk snacks. Yeah, it's always a it's always a good thing to have. We could do a whole episode on desk snacks. <laughs> we could. I mean, I would be f- I would be perfectly fine with that. We can do all that and be fine. Did you have anything um, coming up? You said you had like a couple book clubs. I'm assuming that they're probably full and everything. Um, we uh, the thoughts to action book club isn't full. If um, anybody okay. wants to join, we're meeting. We moved our date, so we're meeting on the second Wednesday of the month on Zoom. Okay. And the books are at Central to pick up. We so. Um, we're going to meet on October 13th, I think. So you got time to read the first four chapters of the book. Um, oh, you, only do the, you don't do the whole book. You just do a little bit at a time for that one. We only read one book every six months. So we discuss a little bit at, a, at, at each meeting. Okay. And then we try to like put an action. We try to like do something mm-hmm. ba- with the knowledge we learned from the book. So we're just starting with this new book um, okay. in October. And then... Um, I think also in October, maybe October 14th, I want to say, in the afternoon, um, our colleague Melissa and I are doing a zine program on Zoom also. We're going to make some cool paper zines. I don't know what else. Book clubs Mm -hmm. and a couple craft programs, maybe. Mm -hmm. September, we kind of try to take it easy because... Everybody's so busy with back to school, so. Yeah, yeah. I got a murder mystery program. Oh yeah, Halloween. Halloween. So end of the October 29th. If you want to do something, sign up. 
find out who who done it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So it should be fun. I might sign up because I'm suddenly into murder mysteries now. That's fine. And you get to play a part. You might be the killer. Ooh. So that'd be cool. Yeah. So we'll be back. It's good to be back. Soon, yeah. Yeah, we'll be back much sooner than however long it was the last time. Yeah. So see you then.